0: Yo, 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 Eric. Spotlight yo, what's up, boy? is on. All right. Man, you are in a good mood tonight. We <clears throat> took off tomorrow. No work tomorrow. Four-day weekend, Two bitches. weeks in a row. We're not showing That's up right. on Friday. Friday's for <laughs> suckers. But yes, yeah, we're, we're in a good mood. And I think it's partly because we are going to have off tomorrow. You are discussing with yourself... What you're or with me as well, what you're gonna watch on TV tonight. Do you think you're gonna be up till three AM, Eric Shea?
1: I do. I really do think it's gonna be three AM. I
0: do think as well. Three AM is about the time where I think like that's so what the cut got? off. Yeah. Oh yeah. For me, that's the I better get to sleep. But again,
1: that's we a to
0: get to or sleep we, we We're working tomorrow, Eric Shay. No <laughs> suckers. You're the one who said you went to the boss and said you're not working tomorrow. And I said, Screw this. No Eric Shea? No way, No way. that's what I say, no way for me There you go, but hello, and welcome one and all to the official and spotlight of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast for August 30th, 2017 Eric, oh. I just want to warn people, if you think that we are, like, the first time you listen, because this is a dip the toe in Type of podcast where you can say, "Boy, they have a Just really a long podcast," but I think I want to check them out before I want to give a commitment of nine hours. So you dip your toe into this one, you, you may be, uh, you, you uh, we may be selling a bill of goods, maybe, seriously, because, man. Boy, it's fucked up. I'm in a good mood tonight. I haven't been in a good mood in a long, long time when we record, my friend. And I'm telling oh, you, the wait.
1: other thing is that tonight we will be talking about a book we both enjoyed. Yeah, that's the, rest the other of the thing podcast, about. Though you, you come and oh, I, these guys are yeah. positive. They had this, They love this book. I, they had great energy. I'm gonna check out the big podcast. They yeah. get to the rest of the books. Who knows what the fuck's the, gonna happen? They
0: oh, they come to the rest of the books and then there's you. <sighs> no of, of my watch. watch. <laughs> That's what You'll say we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, the Batman Podcast Network, and the Talent Tangent Bound Podcast Network. I always mess that one up. I don't know why. It, it's That's so many networks. Word. At the end, uh, yeah, words are hard, as I you know. often say. It's at the end. There's too many networks. Too many. I need, like, back in the day when I was a kid, three networks. That's all we had, Eric. Three. We had
1: well, more. we had more. We just couldn't get them with the radio major
0: well. Networks, I'll say. There you go. We're on Facebook. You can like us at Weird Science. DC Comics. We're on Podbean at Weird Science. DC Comics at Podbean.com. You can go there and follow us. We have a Twitter account, Weird Science DC, where you can follow us there as well. You can message me. I'll talk all day long. And we have a award-winning website, Weird Science DC Comics.com. We are also on iTunes under Weird Science DC Comics podcast. You can go there and you could give us a review if you like,
1: Eric. Everywhere you want to be.
0: Everywhere. We also have a Patreon account, and you could go there. There, patreon.com slash weird science you can support us for everything we do uh we do offer a lot of extra shows if you do we do not give out shirts we do not give out bobbleheads. we Stairs. give out more content eric content galore is what I say. And this week, every week, the badasses of the Get Fresh Crew, boopity boop, they pick one book that is only featured on the Patreon account. It is the Patreon only spotlight. And this week they picked, much to Eric's chagrin, sons of bitches. The Dark Side special number one. I told you they would. That is the, to me, that was the only clear cut choice. In to my pick mind, the clear
1: cut choice is this book we're about no, to talk about no. right now.
0: No, I think that the specials I think that the uh, the badasses like like when there's like a number one and something that they can, you know, jump in and do that. But, and the but if they've been
1: following special. along like all of August, they realize yeah, there but ain't d- that's special the problem. About you're these saying, oh,
0: yeah, that may be. But you're also thinking you have the bunch of badasses and not all of them might be reading Red Hood. So why would they pick that to listen to? This is everybody comes in. I feel bad clean. for everybody's
1: reading these goddamn Cleaner. specials.
0: Reggie loved it. Reggie said that he wanted to have its baby and that, that is a weirdo weird. that is weird uh we have a ton of podcasts stuff like the best songs ever podcast that i do and bobby contributed probably the best goddamn episode <laughs> of the thing that son of a bitch I- i'm telling you i i had to up the ante now, Bobby has thrown down the gauntlet, Eric, and I had to pick it up and run with it. So we'll see. Did you do we're... your Wolfman
1: Jack impersonation I all honestly,
0: time? Hey there, what do you want now? We're going to go back to the 50s. Oh, is that good? Is now that a Wolfman Jack? That's cool. yeah, my Wolfman Jack. We also have what we call the Back Issues Podcast. I'm just going to highlight a couple. Back Issues Podcast, once a month, we have a, a podcast where me and Eric talk about a <laughs> older issue or trade. We like doing that. I think the, the one for august was the stanley just imagine batman which sure was you know i would hope that we did a good podcast the issue wasn't so great and also if you listen to our new 52 review podcast we actually have advanced access to that you get it two weeks early for that but eric the best thing about supporting us on patreon is that you become an official member of the get fresh Crew. all no, right no. See, everything's coming up roses tonight, Eric. I am in such a good mood. Woo-wee! And that means if you are a member of the Get Fresh crew, poop, poop, you get to talk to the Get Fresh crew in the Slack chat. Yes, you get to talk to such weird science celebrities as Dancing Mike and Jolly Drew. And oh uh, Double a all of them, yeah. they're in there. Also, you'll get invited to the Get Fresh Crew movie night, which we are actually having tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's movie night is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So, and that was picked again by the badasses of the Patreon deal. And I give them full credit for picking that movie because I love it. And Keanu Reeves is a gem. I Eric, love it as well, but I think Bogus Journey oh, is here a stronger movie and here I want to watch go. that. You can't have one without the other. That's what sure. I say. That's what I say. It's kind of like pants and underwear. Can't have one without the other, can you, Eric? You can. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I go against that every single minute of the day. But yeah, go and check us out at Patreon, patreon.com slash signs. But we're here, Eric, to talk about... The book of the week, I guess, because it is our spotlight. It is. It, it really is. I'm not even going to pretend. This is annuals week. And so there's only like seven books. So there's, there's not much to pick, uh, you know, from the, the crew. And this is the one that we thought was the best of them and the one that we would have picked anyway, even yeah. if it wasn't so good. Uh, I just want to talk before we go on. Annuals week is a little odd. Now, this one is even more odd because we had a lot of delays. So you had a Wonder Woman show up. You had a JLA JLA show up. All-Star Batman, stuff like that. And it's just odd. But I do think if you've been reading comics as long as Eric Shea, you'll know that annuals, you really have one or two. You know, a pick of two different types. You have the ones that continue the story that's going on. And, and get the an ones that kind in go with of yes, yep. and ones of that give a side story, story, kind of like, you of know, a you know You little adventure. the have a little something. one shot. the what the Red tonight, one is tonight. That state of the state of the state of the a of the state of the state of the ones I the like. I do the like the continuing story the only because the annuals to the is to if you don't want to buy them, you should be able to just say, okay, you know what, I'm going to tap out on this one this oh, month. I agree. And that's why I love the ones like this Red Hood because if you want to go into it, if you want to buy it, they are extra money. They're $4.99. So if you want to get it, you can, and you can enjoy it. Also, what I do really, really like and why I really, really like this one, you usually – in the ones that are side stories, you usually always get a guest star. You usually get somebody else to be in there. This month it is Nightwing, and I'm a huge Nightwing fan. It's my favorite character, and reading this issue – I actually got a better Nightwing story than I have in the regular Nightwing book and Rebirth. So I like that. Now we also have this week. Now, I'm telling you, though,
1: on the flip side of the whole thing, though, I also do like annuals that do extended story. If I'm enjoying the arc and if I get an issue, like, you know, a big annual to come out to finish it off or I get extended pages, I'm happy about it. I
0: just, to me... If it extends the story to me, I think that DC is holding you hostage. I really do, because uh, some people, you have a set amount of money you're going to do, and then the next thing you know, now, annuals week, there's not a lot of issues coming out, so you can go. But it's still $4.99, and from my my experience and my opinion, it seems like most of them are padded. They never end up being like, okay, you know what? They needed to do this with this extended issue. Now, we have Supergirl this week. Ooh, we! I'm telling yeah you, if you're if you're reading Super Girl, yeah, you should See, be as exactly. This is as what I'm I talking
1: am. about, though. That annual is not something that I'm talking about because no one's enjoying that arc.
0: Yeah, I know, but I just I always like like we said in the New Fifty Two, one of the best annuals was the Flash Annual that had Hal Jordan in it, and it was really fun. And you get to kind of relax. This week should be a relaxation week for everyone. You yeah, go to the yeah. comic store, you get a fun little story if you want. If you don't, you stay home and <laughs> save goddamn money. But that's I would still go to the comic book shop and no, hang out yeah, for a while. yeah, well, here's that's the same. Like you're saying that, that's the same as what we do with the podcast. Everybody's like, "Oh, you got a week off?" No, 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 week no, off. No, no, that's nonsense. Though I don't think that the regular podcast is going to be nine hours this week. I really, if it is, I think it's four hours. of real lucky, something went wrong, real wrong. If it's <laughs> over freaking five hours, I, I said four and a half. That is my prediction. I'm going to predict now. I bet you a pizza. A pizza, Eric Shea, with extra cheese and extra sauce. Your two favorite toppings. Not toppings. Those are toppings. You get on with it. Let's get on with the spotlight, Eric, so we can get out and and watch all these movies. Ooh. (laughs) You're all excited. I am excited. I might watch Bogus Journey. I don't know. I was thinking of that, too. You son of a bitch. Go.
1: Red Hood and the Outlaws, annual number one, written by Scott Liddell, art by Tyler Kirkham, Arif Prianto, and Taylor Esposito. The Russians have come back to Gotham Our and are entwined with a traveling circus. So to find out what they're up to, the outlaws go undercover as circus performers and bring Dick Grayson and his extra set of hands and because of his acrobatic background to help them out. Turns out there that this is all a ruse set up by the Russians to draw Red Hood out so that the KGBs can take him out. Thankfully, our heroes prevail on the end and we have ourselves a heartfelt and funny issue throughout.
0: Yeah, I- I'm glad that, like you said, I'm glad that the Russians kind of show that they were up to something because I, I want to see the resume that the outlaws submitted to become pretty much the main acts in, in this Russian circus. It's not, I don't know if it's much
1: of a, a resume. A Resume, it's just, yeah, sounds but what right? do you no, do? Just show
0: up much... and start shooting things on a motorcycle I, I and they really hire think you. That's exactly what it is. You got to get it's insurance.
1: Show, there, don't there's tell.
0: Insurance, Eric. You can't insure a guy that just shows up.
1: This is a freaking traveling Russian circus. They ain't got no insurance.
0: Yeah, really. I've seen some of these. This is trouble. But it does start on a yacht. it's it starts on a yacht and you have a guy dimitri Dimitri. who has hired this guy to have the yacht because his friend is going to come by a friend that lives in the baltic yeah somewhere in the baltic yeah somewhere somewhere in the baltic and they're talking and this of course it's also it looks like the captain from captain and tenille i mean there is a he is a generic captain there he's got the hat and everything but he's sitting there he's actually bored because you have dimitri talking about like I come from a wealthy, powerful family, and I, I had humiliation at hands of Red Hood. I cannot stand. So his dad gave him all this money to hire somebody to take care of Jason Boy, Jesus you and Todd, can't Red let Hood. this shit
1: stand. You're not going to fucking uh, like, ruin this yeah, family really. by yeah, having a- you know, well, Yeah, that's ta- the thing. We have, have a reputation.
0: Handy. Yeah, we yeah. have a reputation, you suck You go get a the bit. beast. Yeah, so they hire the beast, and I do like that he says the beast, and the captain's like, no, 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 just shoot me now. I don't want – and I like the whole thing because we did have him in All-Star Batman, and he was the beast then. Obviously, the KGB isn't a thing anymore. Me and you were talking about it I way back the before I love the KGB. Yeah, I know you Yeah, I do too, but and, – and to me, I actually would have liked it still the kg beast almost like a he's a, a guy out he's of keeping time it alive. it'd be like seeing you know drago in the the creed too you know what right. i mean it's it's cool but he does mention in this as well as he did in all-star batman that he's just the beast now there is no kgb and he's a freelance guy he's not tied down to any country so he's not even tied down to russia or anything like that he goes freelance I do like him as the KG beast, but yeah, Me too. Once, the captain... cool oh, once the captain? It's a cool name. No, it is. And what's the captain? Here's this he knows that there's trouble. It only takes two seconds before everybody is getting shot, and the whole goddamn boat is exploding. And see, the yeah, thing
1: is, too, I didn't even know if it was gunfire first, or if it was just the shrapnel from the explosion coming it out and piercing like through were, everybody. I actually yeah. spent time and looked through it, because I'm like, yeah, it does look like they're getting ripped apart. Yeah, it does gunfire, look like they're getting like, ripped apart. I don't know, I think it might just be shrapnel from the, the explosion. The
0: problem is, it's shrapnel. Why doesn't Dimitri get it? And you see kind of gunshots going. He's gun a very lucky guy. Yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of shit going on here uh yeah but you know, really everybody but dimitri's dead and it's why like, we have like, a lot
1: of booms and booms and butta 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 butta
0: i think is machine gun so you have uh dimitri's talking to this captain he's like listen relax he served with my grandfather in kgb practically family i just want to talk to the man and then the explosions go and then you have a kick-ass panel of the KG Beast or the Beast saying, You wanted to talk, so talk. And it's awesome. And Tyler Kirkham's art in this is really, really good. Uh Tony,
1: like when I see the beast right here, they're like, never before have I wanted to see him and Bane go like against yeah. one another. Oh,
0: it's all I, really. They'd be awesome together. But uh yeah, you see this and then you cut off to Gotham where you do have Dick Grayson watching a circus that he's been called, he's been contacted by Jason Todd to come with with just basically a longitude and latitude. There was no real message. It just was a message to come here and he's gone. It's a circus. Obviously he's in his element now, Eric.
1: Did you have any problems with the dialogue when this whole scene of Dick Grayson is being dumbstruck by what he's watching, but in the background like the oh, I ladies love it. and the no, gentlemen. No, I love it because like, it's – they do say –
0: it's the Russian it's, you think guy it's yelling Russian it, so I, That's oh, the Russian broken English. Oh, I love like, it.
1: I sat here before we got on, and I'm like, is that what it's supposed to be? Because yeah. like, when I first see yeah, it, I, I just think it. of – I love Ringmaster freaking Carnival Park yeah. and a shit like that. So it's like, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, I love all of that. But for some reason reading it, I'm like – The ladies and the gentlemen the boys and the girls. Because it is, it's the Russian
0: guy. You can just imagine him. The best of it all, the one that actually tied it around and made me really love it was Artemis. The arching Amazon. Look out, you (laughs) <laughs> it made me laugh so much but yeah I li- I like it because it is the whole Russian deal though if they're going to hire some local talent Eric maybe they could have hired a guy to do the announcing but I, I think the flavor of that is pretty cool but yeah D- D- Dick's there and he's just like oh Jason what have you gotten yourself into and he's watching as pretty much the three ring circus going on with Jason on a motorcycle Driving shooting a bottles. A fire, shooting, yeah, shooting bottles. milk bottles it looks like uh, while Bizarro is there as the uh, the strong, strong man. man, the man of might, and Artemis is going around on a faux unicorn shooting targets with her bow. And I thought that that was pretty cool. Uh, it goes really quick, and you see, you know, one hour later, Dick goes to find out where they are, where they're, you know, where they're And if, any, if
1: anybody's family. confused about this going in for where we are in the story, because where we left off, you know, Bizar- like in the, the Red Hood and the Outlaws series, mm-hmm. Bizarro had become, like, you know, cured by Lex Luthor by kryptonite, and when Red and Hood and Artemis smart. came out, he'd become a smarty path Here we yeah. find out that this story takes place before issue number 12 of Red Hood yeah, and the Outlaws, it, it where that went down. it takes place before that. The one problem I have, though, later on when they're fighting the beast it looks like Artemis has her
0: goddamn bow it's of rock. She has that bow, but only has it for like one or two panels. It's very odd. And it, it seems to me that it was a little misstep on the art because she has her axe obviously she she uses that but then out of nowhere the bow shows up and then it's gone again so i don't know what's going on
1: we we dealt with that bow of rock story so when i was reading this book to review it i'm like you know i'm looking at that goddamn like, is that the bow of rock and then i had to go back and look up the like the other freaking issues i'm like yep yeah it looks like like that's the the problem it
0: looks exactly like it she really doesn't address it as such but it does look like it which throws you off so that was
1: the only little bit of continuity problems i had because i'm saying it takes place before issue number 12 which doesn't make sense
0: now the other thing that kind of threw us off and as i read it again i kind of got the idea that you know we we both thought is it possible that a lot of these people might be from Haley circus and the thing is is that's dick Grayson's circus uh back in the new 52 it was a big thing at the beginning of uh kyle higgins run and it lasted a while where he was bringing back Haley circus the circus that he grew up in and when he goes in, he he goes, and it seems like at one point I could say, "Oh, these guys recognize him now." I don't think it is, and well, that's I think the thing that, is
1: like you know, like that one fat lady there. She seemed very familiar to me, like we've seen her before. and yeah, that's the night what I'm saying. and, when, like when, and the, just the idea where some dude walks into the tent where there are a bunch of circus performers are just like you know cooking out and like hanging yeah. their You like, hey, Rube's think you can help yeah. me find someone. Unless you know them, that is a fucked up the thing we, to say. The
0: weird thing is, is that I think that it, it's a little bit of a misstep by Scott Laddell because what he, what I think he's doing, is to make you realize that Dick Grayson is at home with any circus folk. So he goes in there and says, "Hey, Rosie," because at the end. Now, or at the middle, that's what the owner of the circus calls everyone at at one point in the book yeah, yeah. as well. So I think that that's supposed to be like, oh man, Dick, he he can walk the walk and talk the talk. This well, just guy, that line?
1: He, it just really weirded me out. Because not weirded me out, just confused me for a little it bit. It just because, seemed you know, weird. At this point, I'm like, okay, he knows these people. This is probably Haley Circus or something along those lines. Because right, still at this point, I don't know that this is a Russian circus.
0: Well, yeah, and well, they say you know a little later as well. But also yeah. when he says. Oh, it's smart. They hire, you know, the local talent, get the local flavor. And then I'm like, okay, maybe some of those people. But the people when he goes in and goes, you know, backstage looking into the deal, they look like they're, you know, they're circus folk. They they're traveling oh, yeah. with the place. But yeah, the the thing that got me was I was reading it on my phone at first when we got the review copy, and I'm reading it and I thought he said, "Hey, Ruby." And I assumed it was that lady because you have that big lady there and like you said, For some reason, she seemed very familiar to me, and I was like, "Huh, there you go." But uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like. I I really think that's just to go. Hey, look, Dick Grayson knows his way around this, which we know. Yeah, and we know this. Uh, A lot of people who know Dick Grayson was of the Flying Graysons, I don't think that they connect the dots fully down the line of thinking, yeah, he did grow up in a circus, which yeah. he did. So he knows what's going on. Uh, he goes in and asks. And uh, it's weird, though, that that's the one panel that threw me off because when he goes, hey, Ruth, he think eyes. you could help me find someone. He has black eyes. And we're not talking like somebody punched him. We're talking like he's a demon spawned from hell. Right he there. has he's no just, pupils. No, he has nothing. So that that did throw me off. But he goes, they tell him where to go. He goes, they in and the outlaws are in a trailer a and it's so funny. And, yeah. A single trailer. So good. I, I just love the way this works. Yeah. for
1: freaking Jason looks like he's doing his laundry in the sink. Bizarro's yep. cooking up and Artemis is just hanging out, looking at her phone in the freaking bunk bed. I'm like,
0: you know, this is a would, great scene. He'd be doing that in the shower. If they had showers, uh, he'd be doing all uh, he'd be doing a la Jim Werner doing his shorts in the shower though. Yes. What I like about it the most is as he opens the door, uh, they all seem like they're so happy. I mean, yeah. if you see this, and there's Bizarro cooking beans, he's going to have the worst gas. I know. No that. I thought oh, of that good. the entire time. Oh, like, my God. He's just going to stink up he's so gonna bad. He's going to shit and- his pants is what he's going to do. <laughs> Me and him shit my pants. And again, if you had read Trinity uh, last week, you'll realize this is the Bizarro that we're getting in this series. It's not the backward-talking Bizarro. It's not Bizarro talk. So when he's like, beans am good – Beans I'm sure, are good. Yeah, I'm sure there's some people like, "Ooh, he's right. I don't like no beans." No, no. He's saying they're good and I love this Bizarro. I you know me. I actually like the backwards talking Bizarro, the Bizarro talk Bizarro just as much as I like Etrigan. I think I've come around. I, I think yeah, I've come I around to this. I hate that shit so much. like
1: The wrong clone Bizarro yeah. is the way to go all the yeah. way in my mind.
0: I think so, too. It's almost like I love Zatanna, and I love the backwards magic, the backward word magic, yeah, yeah. but it slows down the pace of the book sure so does. much. And the problem with the Bizarro talk – Bizarro is – it's very hard, almost like they're try, you're trying to keep in character. It's very hard to get through a whole issue where you're trying to portray what he, with the opposite, and it, it does go back and forth even in books that does the Bizarro talk. So I, I appreciate this, and I think beans are good as well. Me as so well. they, they get me a little gassy myself, and then I'm cleaning my shorts in the in the shower again. Eric, right? stop shitting happens. your pants! I can't help it. I'm an adult. I don't shit my pants, but you know sometimes it's, it's a tight squeeze. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes got a I'm telling you, sometimes I get to the finish line. And, you know, sometimes I'm halfway up the the stairs. The pants are off, Eric. So there I go. I may shit the stairs. I will never shit my pants. The stop the pants are off. The I'm stairs. telling you, it's all semantics, but I'll go with it. But yeah, Dick shows up. He's like, hey, you know, I got your message and stuff like that. And then you have this whole thing where Jason does want Dick's help, but he doesn't really want to ask for it. And you get this whole thing where in the New 52, which is this continuity, yep. you know, and you go, not a lot of Dick Grayson, Jason Todd interaction by themselves. You, not you'll at all, have really. Yeah, you'll have the family. You'll have, But really... Now, I hate to say it, and some people would be like, this is why he ha- they hate him. Damien will dominate any time that they get together as a family. When they get together as a family, it's Damian oh, he's yelling. Oh, yeah. and he's he's yelling about you know Jason and this and that. And Dick is usually just the big brother breaking up, Jason and Damien. If Tim's there, there's even another crazy thing. So I love seeing this. And I really wish that we would see more of it. And in fact, me and you both talked about it. I really, really wish that we didn't have any other story except I know. D- Dick coming and and hanging out with the outlaws and finding out what's going on. I'm telling you, what's the whole set
1: up like why our outlaws are at a Russian traveling circus to get to the beast. Worst part of this book. The yeah. actual plot that they give us is the worst part because yep. I don't – I want the downtime. I want the hanging out and yes. then like, you know, uh, reminiscing about the old oh, yeah. times and how they oh, came that's together. that's the best part. And the best even part. just enjoying each other's company. Strongest part of this book. But when we are forced back into the narrative and we, the beast has to come out, I'm like,
0: I don't want this. Yeah. this oh, I'm this telling this you. If they, they, just, yeah. just
1: act like you never saw them and had, go back out where yep. you were. Go hang oh, out by the bonfire. All you have to,
0: to do is you have the outlaws. You can still have them undercover. But have them where Jason is over his head with the circus stuff. Obviously, that would bring Dick to mind. It always brings Dick to mind. And he would call him and say, hey, can you help us out? You could still have the flippity-floppity clown bit. You could have all that. Just have them to, uh, uh, an issue where they're hanging out. And doing the circus stuff where Dick's trying to teach Jason some stuff and all that while he learns about the outlaws. Because I like, like even this. if
1: It's some weird thing. Like if we just got rid of the KGB stuff entirely, where the outlaws, as we know them right now, because they've been forced out of, you know, Jason had a secret base underneath the freak, uh, the, the GCPD GCP. building. Yep. Now he's at Ma Gunn's house. This is where they're hanging out in my mind somehow they don't have any money left so they have to take up part time jobs or some crazy yeah, shit like this something. and they like the, the traveling circus comes with the circus right, is do fun this. enough
0: yeah, the yeah. circus is fun enough, and it'd be funny to me. They called Dick and like, "Hey, you know about the circus? You got to help me, buddy. You know, I got to do this." And when Dick shows up, he thinks he's going to be this main attraction. He ends up being the clown. Would be funny, I thought. And really, all of this, even with Bizarro and the Artemis stuff, all of this, I really like. Though the Artemis stuff is the weakest of the it interactions. Is, and it really of them.
1: kills me. Like you know, if she is really you know. She's the driving force to get us to like, you know, Dick talking about the old times with him and Jason and what Jason used to be like. But even with that, you have this strange flirtation going on where it seems like she's only relegated as almost like a love interest at times.
0: And what throws you off is if you're reading the outlaws book, if you're reading this book, you kind of have to almost want Artemis and Jason to get together. You know, you know you're you're reading it yeah. and you think that that's going to happen eventually it's just like hey, any she's sitcom. a sexy
1: person he's this a is sexy moonlighting person. you know it's together. moonlighting
0: sybil shepherd uh, should be getting together with uh what's his name bruce willis it should just happen but here it throws a wrench into that and it feels weird to me it, it feels does. weird when she starts flirting and almost to me you might as well be writing starfire again because it seems so much like a starfire like Dude, hey I let's I thought go
1: the same damn thing when i was now, reading this. this might as well just be star yeah, because it might she's as not well doing be anything but talking and, to dick yeah, and making googly eyes.
0: Yeah, and it's it's almost like that first issue of Red Hood and the Outlaws from the uh, New Fifty Two. Yeah, when Roy showed up, where Roy showed up and Starfire just was like, hey, I'm not having sex with him right now. Let's have sex with me and you. And it just seemed off. But yeah, okay. it seemed like Scott Liddell yeah. was going back to the well of writing Starfire because it didn't seem like Artemis as much. But I, I really like as they're talking. Uh, you have the whole idea where you find out that Jason really was a big fan. He's a fanboy of Dick and Grayson. It's and such it's such a weird so thing funny. to have
1: this whole idea because he was, you know, Red Hood came back for vengeance against yeah. Batman and Dick Grayson and all these people yeah. for wronging him, you know, not avenging his death. And this whole time, his entire life, the biggest secret it seems like he's ever kept yep. is that he did see Dick Grayson as the Flying yep. Graces and as he's been of him yep. ever since. Yeah, he
0: has, and it shows you. And, and it's a little good touch that Scott Liddell throws in here where you do get reminded that Jason's dad was a piece of shit. He stole he stole from an elderly couple, I believe it yeah, said. Yeah, but he showed his boy ticket.
1: a good time, and I'm sure he showed up on time to pick yeah, him up, but he's sitting till, on the curb.
0: He's there, and you have uh, Jason's there. True, Jason's there. He's got ripped up pants. I don't know why he's eating a sandwich by ripping pieces off it. That's a little odd there, Jason, but... It made me laugh because I'm like, there's Eric Shea. Because there's yep. his dad with a paper bag and a fucking tall boy can in there. Yep. He can't even go to the circus without drinking. Uh, is that is that his medicine? Eric? Is that how he said it's his poison? It is HIV his medicine. medicine? You, you, yeah. you give him longer hair, it might as well be my father. Yeah, yeah, it made me laugh. But yeah, he saw Dick Grayson and really was, you know, he was a fan. He was a fan of him. But yeah, he's like, so why am I here? I, I get this whole thing, but what's... And it made me laugh because Jason Todd then... He's Fonzie. If I, that's you, it, like he, oh, like he, so no, <laughs> he can't Yeah. It's Fonzie when they're like, I, and he can't say love. And everybody be, besides like dancing Mike and Bobby have no idea what we're talking about. But yeah, in happy days, Fonzie couldn't say certain words. And one was love. <laughs> and Jason's like, I need your huh, hell, hell, He can't say it. And then he says that It made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, they they Help.
1: I figured, I, you know, I figured if you could help.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He just says it quick. And then there's Dick who's like, and it's weird. Again, he says, Jason says he needs his help. To me, Dick Grayson would be like, okay, what do you need? It yeah. doesn't matter anything, but it's this weird back and forth where this is the only thing with, with uh, Nightwing, Dick Grayson, that threw me off because he's like, well, you know, I got a hundred things to do. Uh, you know, sometimes if you need Nightwing, I'll be there for Nightwing. If you need the I Titans, even get that the be titans fine. Out, yeah. And then Artemis is like, buy the seven beards. <laughs> I was like, huh? And then you're like, uh, you like, the you know. seven
1: beards, you say, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've never had br- a brother <laughs> mercifully, apparently, so I don't understand what you're two doing. But but just shut the hell up and grow up and help each other. And then that's where Dick's like, is she always this forward? And he's like, yeah, too, always. And, and I do like it. But that's when you get the owner of the carnival. He show, or the carnival. The circus shows up. And says, Mr. Trotsky. Hey, hey, you know the rules, Rubes. No visitors. And I'm like, OK, this is weird. Because then Jason like, hey, you know. You know. I don't know why he's Russian, into <laughs> Jason. He's like, no, we're practically brothers. And I'm waiting for the guy to be like, no, no. You understand? No visitors. I don't give a fuck fuck who it is. I didn't
1: say family. I just said visitors.
0: Yeah, and then when by the end, you realize what this is all about. It's all a setup. So having visitors, that just throws the plan in for a loop. But Jason then says, oh, you know what? He's a circus guy. He's going to go on. You know what? I present to you, Flippy Flop, the ap- acrobatic clown. And then Dick's like, yeah, that's me. And it made me laugh. And they're all laughing. I love bizarros in the back cheering. Hooray! He's all excited. Uh, but the Flippy whole flop thing. Flop, the clown. Yeah, and the whole thing's going to be the thing. They're gonna make Flippy Flop the Acrobatic Clown go on in the meantime, they have an extra job for Jason, Bizarro, and Artemis.
1: But And and the best part about this too is because Dick is trying to tell him look the best way to get to know these people and find out what's going on is to be in the community, yeah, to be to around be them. In there. So, yeah. you know, everybody's hanging out at this bonfire and they like, you, you gotta be here, Jason. Oh, we gotta great. hang out, we gotta talk to everybody. And when Jason actually gives in, you know, everybody goes their off separate ways. Bizarro finds a nice bearded lady to to make yeah, out with. Yeah. Artemis more and Dick than go once. Off to- And as soon as Jason's by himself, that's when I'm like, hey – if you want to make some extra yeah. money, I have a job for you. Just make sure you come after when your friend Flippy is going, or, you know, clowning around, huh? I make <laughs> sure, hey, huh?
0: You when he clowns around, you come here. We help you. But again, you have to remember that Jason's only there because he's kind of undercover. and He's trying to figure out yeah. some things. So this extra job seems like something like, okay, now we're going to get to the bottom of this stuff. In the meantime, they're at this bonfire. Everybody's hanging out, all the circus folk. Every and, drink and play. And cards you have Dick Grayson. They're just all he's doing is telling crazy stories about Jason. And so, it's great. so
1: Jason says, why do we have to call him Two-Face when he actually has two faces?
0: Yeah, two half-faces and they laugh <laughs> and they're all making fun of him. And in the meantime, I think the art is done really well because while this is going on, Bizarro is not even paying attention. He's just so, looking at this lady who's playing the violin or whatever she's playing. The Yeah, lady playing yeah, the violin. Yeah, playing yeah. The, and, yeah, and they're going and they're talking, Jason and Dick, between them like, hey, you know what, we gotta find the bad guys. And he's like, no, no, this is about community. You just, you know, their family just get in we're gonna figure things out and that's where dick's just like okay you know it's time for me to hit the hay and then that's when artemis starts getting flirty with him uh, and i'm and telling you the weird is part odd.
1: is because the way he's like oh it's time for me to hit the hay and he's stretches his arms out like yawning like oh, oh yeah, it's almost like a move where you wrap your arm around oh, the girl I, at that point so so like i half expected that that's what she expected to happen so it's I, like it's well weird. i better start flirting because this guy's yeah, a goddamn yeah, moron it
0: seemed, and it seemed off because it, it just it, it, then you have it, and is this like the part where you do realize that Artemis, at, like Jason, likes Artemis because he is mad? I just imagine he's like he does this all the time. That motherfucker shows up everywhere I am and steals the ladies. It's dick crazy. He can have they whatever. one look at that ass, they can't yeah, help themselves. Them. They see Jim and Juan, and there <laughs> there he is. Uh, but yeah, that's where Bizarro is just smitten by this lady, and Jason's like, go on, go on, you know, give her a kiss. Go over and, and the talk. Thing
1: I've been this guy where I've just looked at my buddies are just you know messing around and pushing me and it's like, Hey, this guy likes you over here. Like, you know, getting me so embarrassed. Like I used to be so embarrassed with everything when I was a kid. And this just like, you know, this is almost like a bullying move to me where he does have the best intentions, but I'm like, this is taking me back to my, you know, high school. Oh, yeah. I don't don't
0: need this. It's cool. And I I like where you have the big lug Bizarro there and Jason's pushing the Bizarro just gets up and Jason (laughs) falls (laughs) because he was pushing him so hard. But yeah, you go back to and Artemis going back to the uh the trailer and they're just talking they're talking about Jason as well and stuff like that but you, you end up with talking about you know stories and stuff when they were younger and Batman being their dad and things like yeah. that and it's nice enough it's a funny story about getting in bed at the best is Alfred at the point where Jason became Robin, And he had a lot to live up for. Dick Grayson, to me, is still the best Robin. So you have that. You even have Damien still trying to catch up and trying to prove himself against Dick Grayson. So you had Jason Todd, who already...
1: He's just a you street know. rat. Like yeah, kid, you, know you know the Jason
0: he, Todd story. If people don't know, I mean, he was a street rat who, you know, he got taken in. His family are pieces of shit. So it's not like he thinks that he's worth it. And that was the whole thing at the beginning when he became Robin. It was more of a fight for him to try to prove to Batman that he was worthy, even though Batman thought he was. And, and yeah.
1: I, I love this whole story that Dick is presenting here because it's the whole thing is she's trying to he's trying to paint the picture to artists about how he did have all this to like he's trying to make up for yeah. he's trying. To live yep. up to the freaking Robin name and stuff. So during the day he is studying as hard as he can. Yep. During night he's going out against Batman's like wishes, freaking just being Robin and yeah. like trying to stop people. So he's like, I can understand he was exhausted he was because exhausted. he comes home one night and then crawls into bed still in his Robin costume and doesn't realize that Dick is back that home Dick who had, had left visited. earlier because him and uh, Bruce had had a falling yeah. out a bit. So it's when he stopped being Robin. So. He comes back into bed and Dick's in there and they freaking just flip the hell out. Yeah, they're
0: laying in bed together and (laughs) then realize they start fighting each other and the best is Alfred shows up and then basically like, yeah, I was kind of lazy. I, I gave Jason your room, Dick, because I didn't feel like cleaning I, I up another one. I didn't want to open up another one, That uh, yeah. was so funny. Yeah, it was funny. In the meantime, while that's, you know, that's going on, he's telling Artemis. I also like, I just have to mention, it is a classic deal, which we've seen before in other books as well. It's when Jason's just sitting there looking at you know the Dick Grayson Robin costume and just saying, I you love know, that what panel are you looking so much. At? It, we've had that before, and I love it every time. It's so good that he's just pissed. At the uniform and, and upset. He has to live up to Dick Grace and he doesn't think he can. So I really like that. It really shows you why Jason has always had a problem and, and continues to, even oh, God, though I you really can tell he doesn't want him. The,
1: I love the redesigns of the Robin costume yeah, in the do new 521. Yeah, like everyone too. like has its own little personal flair. Yep, yeah. They you don't all have to the like, same old costume. I don't know who I like better. Jason or uh, Dick's original Robin costume. Like you know, I like, like, I re- like uh, years ago. It was Dick's costume. I did a top five list and Dick's costume yeah, made yeah. number one. I like Jason's I think Because Jason more. is freaking yeah, winning me over. Jason's. I just love that bright yellow cape. Yeah,
0: I love it. I, I think it's so cool. But yeah, while this is going on, that's when Bizarro goes over to this girl playing the violin and starts talking to her and she has a scarf over her face, over the bottom half of her face. And he's like, you know, hey, you see, Bizarro, you you beautiful. I, that's I don't know why I keep going Russian, but he's like, you know, hello. And then she's like, hey, I'm different, you know, Promise not to laugh at me. Everybody, you know, avoids me. And you're like, what's going on? This chick's hot. And then she takes off the scarf and she's a bearded lady. Bizarro doesn't care. Bizarro's a good guy. So, is that a deal breaker in your mind? You want to make me look like a piece of shit, don't you? Uh, what? I just do know
1: if it's a deal break. You got a smoking hot girl. She can play an instrument. She just happens to have a bit of facial hair.
0: To, uh, can she shave, or is she just—is like it, she Look, can't this, shave? You, You're telling her to quit her
1: job. Is what you're doing?
0: I just—that's what I don't understand. To me, she's the bearded lady, but yet she doesn't have enough of a beard to be the quote-unquote bearded lady. A bearded lady has to have a, a ZZ top beard, in my opinion. <laughs> and the thing is, why would she be holding? She has her face covered. This should not be a thing that the circus would have the face covered. I just think she's the one guy's daughter, and she hasn't yet become the bearded lady, but she has a beard. I don't know. She's just not.
1: just waiting for it to grow in so she can take her
0: stage. Basically, what I'm doing is stalling because I don't want to tell you that it's a deal breaker. (laughs) She's got more facial hair than me.
1: I know. I'm I'm not ashamed to say it's a deal breaker. And the thing is, before the big beard movement happened over the past, like, ten years, I knew girls wouldn't date guys with beards.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, so it's
1: okay. it's telling, all about she's properties.
0: not quite if she goes easy top, I'll ask around, you know, just go full out full beard. And then we're in. But yeah, she's just she's <laughs> got like Put a, on the sunglasses, a, baby, that's point a at ski car. Ulrich uh, beard there, Eric. I, I don't like that dirty looking beard. <laughs> Who needs that? I want I want Who time. Yeah. That Rudy, yeah really that's what it looks like. Uh but yeah, in the meantime, you did say that Jason was approached by the owner and saying, Hey, I got some extra work for you when your flippity flappity clown friend there is performing, come to me. And that should have been one of the like the, the light bulb should have went off, but he's gonna go with it. And it was really weird because at that point I did not realize that there was something going on. I was like, this is the weirdest, you know. ...thing that the, the circus guy wants him to do. There's a hole in the goddamn fucking... Uh, what, road? the I don't even know what it, it is there. Like, the pavement and they have to swim down and go to the left or whatever it's so weird.
1: you know what i imagine it's that hole that was out of nowhere like what book was a suicide squad The batman just fell in it you I'm telling you oh yeah yeah, it was frozen over there was just a hole there in the road who knows
0: I, i hope that that's not uh dead water in there erica there's gonna be some trouble the one thing is funny where dick grayson is flippity floppity Flippy Flop. And it seems as if either th- – it seems like the crowd is yelling, even though you have the one guy at the mic yelling. But why would the guy at the mic yell, I love you, Flippy Flop? It seems like the crowd's into this. How would they love Flippy Flop already? It doesn't because seem Because like-
1: he's amazing. He has yeah. He's freaking bouncing himself with one hand on a bowling pin I while he has you. a tray on his seat pouring, pouring a glass champagne. of wine
0: he thinks that jason todd's dad's still there he's, he's pouring drinks i'm actually I just a little
1: disappointed that he's not wearing face paint
0: yeah i know that is a little off but uh while this is going on you do have the outlaws they dive and uh, sight see, just dive into this crazy fucking yes. hole of water See
1: you three i need you dive into mysterious water here in ground and when yeah. you go a certain distance take a left
0: yeah. Go down there. What's it's going good, yeah? on here? What's going But they go down, and it ends up being KG Beast. It's a setup. KG Beast is waiting for them in the middle of an arsenal of weapons and bombs that was left there by Colony, uh, if you I are reading really Detective Comics. I really enjoy
1: the continuity that is set yeah. up throughout this entire thing.
0: Yeah, it is pretty good because, yeah, he says about Colony. Now, the rest of this, then, is pretty much... A fight. It's just going to go back and forth. A fight going back with the outlaws fighting KGB. And if you
1: look, if you look if you look right there where they're all fighting KGBs in that bi- one big like uh, page. Yeah. Artemis has her freaking bow of raw right yeah, there. Yeah, she
0: does. Now the other thing that's odd is Jason suddenly has his mask on, but that's fine. I guess he put it on because he saw Beast. But yeah, oh, shit. He- He goes down, no mask, and then all of a sudden, masks and guns going in. Yeah, Bizarro gets hit, and has just got these weapons going. Now, the the thing that uh, Andrew said on the site is that it is odd where you have Jason Todd who continuously fires these guns but never hits anybody. It is yeah. kind of annoying. Now, what is annoying in this, though, is that at the very beginning, Jason Todd is riding a motorcycle and shooting milk bottles out of nowhere. He cannot miss. Here, it seems like he's always just sh- – if he's not going to use them because he says, you know, he's not allowed to kill he anybody. Made, he That's made a promise to Batman, yeah. why? Why not – why not get rid of those guns? It, it kind of is silly. If you're not going to use so the guns. they're cool. Well, they are cool, but start sh- hitting chandeliers. or shit like that that's going to fall on people. You know, you always have to have a prop because he just shoots for no reason. Uh, you know, and this is all it is, is a back and forth battle. Uh, KG Beast has a detachable you, as, arm as, as that as, comes off. As soon his as hand. all
1: this is going on, I, I'm t- completely thrown out of the story because I'm having such yeah. a great time up to this point. We get KG Beast in the fight in series. I'm like. This page yeah. through, and I'm like, come on, when are we going to get done with this? Because it's yeah, just an it just extended fight scene that forth. I don't care about at all, that I yeah. know that our heroes are going to prevail. Yeah, and yeah. finally, it really just boils down to KGB's getting the upper hand on our outlaws. And, and then Dick, Dick Grayson, Grayson getting done his act, putting on the Nightwing costume, goth- and freaking turning the tables on himself. Yeah, it's,
0: so- it's weird, too, because you never get the wraparound of how he must have had to have kicked the asses of those other fucking circus guys yeah. that were outside of that goddamn hole. And he must have beat the info out of them or something. I don't need Eno all know to jump stuff. in? Yeah, I know. But I'm saying this, this fight, though— It's just not that fun. It's okay. It's just an extended fight scene. It gets fun near the end because you have Jason and Dick Grayson where you see... Oh, as soon as Nightwing
1: shows up, the fight I care about again.
0: Yeah, and it it seems like, okay, I can see these two being in a buddy cop book. I mean, they could really work well together. We said if anybody was listening way back, Eric. A lot more people listen to us now. But for the first half, maybe first 50 episodes of our podcast... We may have mentioned it 7,000 times that we wanted a Robbins book. We wanted the book, book with just the Robbins. And this brings it back full circle for me that I want it again. I want these guys. Now we were saying that we wanted, you know, Tim and Damien and all that, which I still would, but just Jason and Dick here. So good. I really like it. And they really could play off each other almost like a lethal weapon type deal.
1: And they're both trained by the same person. So they yeah. both know each other's moves. So, like, when they both go in for the freaking, you know, final shot against the KG Beast, they both, like, you know, go on either side of him and hit him at the yeah. same time. Uh, it's and I so love it because cool. at this point, Jason, he's exhausted. He's gotten yeah. his ass kicked yeah. all over the fucking place. So he's like, oh, God, he's still up. I really, no. I really and hope you have something else going on.
0: And it's the best. It's like one of those where if you watch Jackie Chan movies, Jackie Chan, the best thing about Jackie Chan isn't that he kicks ass, is that he continuously gets his ass kicked before he wins the day. This to me, like any other person could have, any other writer could have made it that they punch him out. Uh, They punch KG Beast out. They don't. And they hit him like... Who you know? I was kind of hoping that took him out. You got anything left? And then Dick's like, I guess we're gonna have to. And that's when Artemis and bizarro come in, and yeah, they they make him. They hit him on crater. either side as well. Yeah, they do the same thing and just destroy him. And he's there, and they and I like it too. Like, hey, uh we wore him out, right? Yeah, we softened up yeah. for you. Yeah, that's what uh, Dick and, and Jason think, and it's it's funny. Uh But yeah, and then at the end you see everybody getting taken away, the circus or whatever. There's no circus tomorrow. All those kids who had circus tickets, they're going to be very upset. Uh, no, I don't think they were because I don't think kids care about circus yeah, anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I used to go. We we I went I, to I three. imagine
1: their parents like the dad comes home, the mom comes home, they both buy them together. Oh look, Sunny Jim, we got yeah. your circus tickets for tomorrow. No. Oh.
0: Fuck. And then, like, oh no, the circus was arrested. Yay! Yay! Three separate uh, school trips when I was growing up were to the circus. And each one was more of a horror show than the last. (laughs) The last one we went to was a Shriners circus. So, you know, it was probably very similar to kind of like this. Like old men just driving around little cars? Yeah, there was a, there was that, but there there was elephants and stuff. It, it was really like the the animals out. Oh, I also kind of walked by one at our flea market, and that was even more sad. Uh, the yeah, one at you know, uh, the Shriners,
1: the giraffe died that yeah, weekend. Yeah, really,
0: it did. That was a tall tale. And ah. the the thing when we were at that Shriner circus, though, it's like I love elephants. Elephants are one of my favorite uh favorite animals. And in fact, I, I even told you this week, my family and me used to have a. Uh, uh, passed to the Philadelphia Zoo. Yeah, and they got rid of the elephants at one point. And I, I ended up like, eh, I don't really like because they're my favorite. Yeah. Exactly. What are you going there to see this now? You elephant, went there for the elephants. Yeah, this elephant was so just mangy and looked like it was starving. And then it yeah took, he was dying, Jim. And then it took a shit, Eric. And you know what upset me? It wasn't a big elephant shit. It was like a people shit. And I'm like, they're not feeding him. Look at that <laughs> shit. That is, I'm like, I took a dump. What a pathetic bigger, fucking I'm like, elephant. look at you, fucking peanut. You can't even shit like me. But, oh, no, it made me so sad. Plus, there was a lot of craziness going on as well with, with the kids and stuff. And it just stunk bad. Oh, I hated it. But That's yeah. what I remember the most is the freaking smell. It's when I sten- My
1: aunt took me when I was a kid. And I went once and I did not enjoy well, the, it. Well,
0: the wriggling Brothers, they're, they're yeah. done because nobody goes. You're right. Nobody what? goes. To to see them. I'm surprised the Harlem Globetrotters still... Had, ...like, that sort of spectacle to Everybody's still is waiting for the generals to finally win. They're going to win one of these days, Eric. They're going <laughs> to. But yeah, like, spectacles like that, unfortunately a kind of a part of me wants the nostalgia of that stuff well, happening uh but yeah it's those days have come and gone now kids watch youtube eric but yeah, yeah it's like, like like
1: like driving theaters too Think of the past jimmy i gotta get them yeah, much it's anymore
0: true it's true like escort services eric who exactly needs, classy who needs surf. gigolos don't give you anymore,
1: anymore.
0: Yeah, shut. really you just go online you just go online and look at these cam girls that's all you ever do uh you I can't get paper, you out pick them. up whatever That's right. You don't get no herpes. You you get freaking, I don't know what you get, clickies? I don't know. But you, you have them there, and they're watching everybody get arrested. And it's it's one of those, like, you know, Dick Grayson's like, hey, I see what you're doing here. I, you know, this this whole thing, you're you're working well with Bizarro. And one of the best lines is when Dick says, you're more of a bigger brother to Bizarro than I ever was to you. And yeah. Jason says, no, 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 you're selling yourself short. You were really good. You know, I, I was pretty hard on you. I, I never gave you enough credit. And I like that, and I wish and hope that this will continue on for them kind of teaming up now and again. Unfortunately, I want it more in a book, not just an annual. Though I love them together in this annual, it does kind of make it less. You know, it makes it with less stakes in an annual yeah. than a regular series. But yeah, I would love to see that happening. But man, I, Bizarro is the greatest. And and again, though, at the end, then Jason has no eyes. It's something that Tyler Kirkham. It must Ty- be a Tyler style. Kirkham does thing this every really now and likes. again. But the thing is, I am
1: telling you, I am a Dexter Soy fanatic when it comes to. This- He's like, he is, every issue he has killed it every time it's amazing yeah. and when you i initially found like you know i opened this book i'm like oh dexter's not on shit but tyler Kirkham i love tyler Kirkham. he goes beyond like well, well beyond anybody else at freaking dc yeah, and like a fillin is artist just as amazing yeah
0: yeah here's the thing you have tyler kirkham as a fill-in artist this guy should be a regular artist on a regular book so having him as just a fill-in artist it's fine with me it's awesome and yeah he ends up uh coming up uh, he is going to be on Superman for two issues when James Bonney nice. uh, does a fill-in story uh that involves Deathstroke Issue and Superman. 31 and 32. Yeah, and you're going to get Tyler Kirkham there. I saw some people asking, like, man, when is this guy going to get some more work? And he will, and hopefully he's just in the wings already working Bonnie. on the book. Yeah, yeah, I I hope that both of them have something more coming after that even. Uh But yeah, I laughed at Bizarro, because they're like, you know, hey, because that's where Jason, There's there goes your boyfriend. And she's like... <laughs> Me and Nightwing? Goddess, you are a scream. And then there's Bizarro. Bizarro kiss-bearded lady more than (laughs) once. (laughs) It made me laugh. It's such like a little kid to say more than... I thought he was going to say, on the lips. Yeah. But yeah. Right there, he reminds me of a very good Wrong Turn. That's wrong thing, Turn. You,
1: that's the thing is, if Wrong Turn was actually a
0: decent a person, and kind of sweet, well, he would be a thorough. Am I am I wrong in saying that if we could be the outlaws to a Wrong Turn, we might be able to swing him? The problem is, is he goes Absolutely home to his not. house. Well, he because goes home to I don't his have house the though. For well, it. you don't have the patience. That's true. But he I goes home him. to his house, which is a house of hate. Yeah. The things that we get and gather that they tell him at his house it, it's mind-blowing and just it's just hate speech at that house every hate speech in any second. way to
1: manipulate money out of the yeah, and every
0: and just yeah yeah use them so it's it's sad but yeah there's the outlaws and they're like hey hey bizarro did you get that girl's number and then he's like yes Oh, we oh we're gonna have to and talk I'm about that you,
1: i sat there at this last page i'm like Am I just not getting the joke? Is there some reference somewhere that yeah. any slang I, look, I about really a tried to look it up. I am not trying yeah. I'm not getting here. I'm like, is she an eight? Is that what you're telling me, Bizarro? Did you I give her a fucking that, eight inches? Yeah. What'd
0: you do? All I can think of is that she said the number and like a wrong turn. That was the last number. Yep. Yeah, that was the last number. So that's all that he remembered. Oh, we'll have to talk about this hey, one when you hump.
1: It's just a, it's just a response to, oof we going to have to
0: talk about this when we go. Yeah, oh, like, I, I, it's I, like, so for good. some
1: reason, that just that response made me think, there's a deeper joke here that I'm yeah. not getting.
0: I actually thought, like, he's like, it's okay, Bizarro. I saw her getting arrested down there anyway. She's in the clink. But <laughs> is yeah. she going to go to man's
1: prison or women's prison, Bizarre? You tell know me.
0: But yeah, I really like this issue. I, I really did. I had a lot of fun with it. This is what I she like really out of Manus. was a hot lady with a beard. Yes, yeah, she was. Boy, when she's trying she to figure out the deal breaker now. Yeah. Holy moly. I don't know. I don't. Here's the thing. When I was a younger fella, deal breaker uh-huh. because I was an asshole and only cared what other people thought. So I'm oh, not going to yeah. be seen with the bearded lady just like she's not going to be seen with the ugly man. So <laughs> it, there'd be problems both ways. But now now I'm, a, I'm an older man. I'm now older I'm an and older wiser. Bad. And, and now my options have fucking dwindled. So so what am who am I to say that the bearded lady isn't worth it? You mean you're married? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, Tanya catches me with the bearded lady. I don't know that I'm in trouble. I don't know. Oh. I'd say, look at her. It's a bearded lady. I, I felt bad for her. And then Tanya would think I'm a good guy. Win-win. Oh. There you go. It's like when we have the, the F. Mary kills. I always pick the one that's going to make me look good as the Mary. And then I go around looking at the fucking, you know, I'm smelling like roses all over the place. It'd be funny. It's like I go into the fucking bar with the bearded lady. And like, oh, my God, where'd you get that? I'm like, what? The bearded? No, no, no. I was talking to her. <laughs> Where, yeah. Where'd she pick up you, you fucking homeless motherfucker? I'm like, Jesus oh, Christ. I'm like, now My I feelings. Feel now I feel bad. Uh, She's <laughs> making uh, a double oh yeah, (laughs) please. Oh yes but what did you give it i gave this book an 8.5 out
1: of 10 i just had so much fun with the dick race and like and the outlaws just interactions in general everybody daddy the time that like you know scotty o'dell is taking on these characters the emotions the humor he just puts into everything it is the best part about this series and when we have to actually go to super heroics and just deal with the KGBs out of nowhere it takes away from the greatness of this book yeah i agree I agree. And Tarik just amazing.
0: I I've been getting a lot of flack, Eric, that I'm a, a negative Nelly, and Ooh. I want to tell you that I'm right now positive Peter. Eric, I may should I bring back positive? I'm not going to bring back positive do Peter. Uh, but hey, I am everybody. a positive. Hey, I like this. What about you? You like this book, Eric? Ooh-wee. I like the way Bizarro acts with the with the Nightwing. You like the Nightwing, Eric? I like the Nightwing. You like him? You positive Peter too? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> these are my type of annuals. I always like annuals because. My whole problem with the Red Hood and the Outlaws, even though it is one of the better books in Rebirth, is the slow pace. Yeah. This annual, you don't have to worry about it. This is almost no, – this annual could even that. be considered an Elseworlds story within the continuity of the book because you're just having fun. And because of that, Eric, I'm going 9 out of 10. I'm Whoa. going full-out positive. I really, really enjoyed it, and I had a lot of fun reading it. You, I,
1: I wanted to go higher because of how much fun I had. It's just that once KGB the showed up in that fight, I know, but it even just, it took I away. Seeing like seeing him. Yeah, I, I like seeing I, him. Agree, just, but I, I, I didn't want him there at all because he interrupted the fun.
0: fun I was having. I had fun, so I'm going to go nine out of ten, one of the higher scores I've given in a while, and I'll I'll stand Far, by Eight point five is one of the higher scores. Yeah, yeah, go really. Go. I mean, and really, you can even go with that whole fact of things have been down and we've been a little miserable about the books, and this was a, a you know, it was something fun. So nice I nice breath of
1: fresh air. How about that? Yes,
0: it is. And that's the spotlight, Eric. You want to hear all the books we're going to talk about this week on our yes. big ass podcast that comes out Again. every Sunday night? Yes. All Star Batman number thirteen. It's the penultimate, penultimate issue of not only the first ally story, but the series, series in general. as a this whole. This will be an ending. It's actually ending a little sooner than everybody thought, but that's okay. Uh, we have the next one, which is Black Racer. And Shiloh Norman, Norman Special Number One, one of the oh, weirdest books I've ever heard. Ever. I am
1: so, so happy that fucking Jack Kirby month is
0: over. Yeah, it's over. Uh, Reggie really liked this book. This is one of the Reggie surprises. And, no, that's the thing. Reggie didn't expect to like it as much either. So I I think that this is going to be pretty decent. We have the Dark Side special number one. It's the Patreon exclusive. So if you want to hear that, you have to go to patreon.com slash Science, and we'll be talking about that with Reggie as well. We have Justice League of America number 13, which is part two of the – Crisis in the multi, or microverse. No, microverse. I, I get all upset because I really thought it was going to be called Hunt for, Hunt for Ray Palmer, but it was not. It is the microverse. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's an issue. Eric. That's a comic book. Red Hood and the Outlaws Annual Number One, you just heard. That'll be repeated on the podcast. We have Supergirl Annual Number One, which is my second Steve Orlando book of the week. That actually continues the story that has been going on with, uh, you know, Supergirl and being targeted by Emerald Empress and her goddamn people. And it just, yeah, it, it got me. I don't 100%. want it. And Wonder Woman Number 29. So we're going to talk all the books. Part four some of way. Chief of Antennas, Heart of the Amazon Story. Yes yes i'm trying to emerald eradication part two is the supergirl uh story i couldn't remember what it was called uh but yeah we'll have all that purposely blocked it out i may have We'll, we'll also be talking a little marvel well we won't but uh Brandon and Trevitt will have their Marvel Minute segment on there. Re- uh, I actually told Reggie and Chris they could take off this week. They did not take have to Take a powder, have, boys. Yeah, they didn't have to have a Young Animals thing. They they do their own thing as well. They have the Cosmic Treadmill podcast that you should go and subscribe to on iTunes as well. Yes. Uh, but th- I told them. They do so much. They don't have to make up a segment to have. And really – me and you both agreed it's about time that we have like a four-hour podcast first yeah. off to remind people how much they like the nine-hour one eric but also just give everybody a break this week and everybody can relax you don't have to spend all week listening to our fucking yaps yaps and graps, grabs so and and the yippities and the yappities but yeah that's it eric we're done the spotlight you're about to go off and watch 800 movies somehow me and you will sit down at the same time. We'll put on the same movie. I will get through that movie in the same amount of time that you watch seven other movies. It like, is some a strange
1: sort of... time vortex within my apartment where I do have this capability. Well,
0: you also have to realize that I have a very severe ADHD, which you it know. It is true. Yeah. And once I start watching something, yeah, I may walk away and then I got <clears> to <throat> rewind. Then when th- I'll never be able to watch a movie And immediately watch another movie. I start fiddling. Next thing you know, the worst thing with me and my ADHD and my whole nonsense, because I have way more issues than just that. Some some diagnose, some not. If you get me on that stick and I start just paging through movies, and even to the point where I'm watching trailers, I don't even have – I will get stuck. It's almost like the genosis sphere in detective comics. It's like Zatanna gave me this. I'll sit under a tree and I'll starve to death because I will spend seven days looking I'm through you, these things I and never up, getting anywhere.
1: I end up just putting on something that I don't even really care to watch just because I will spend over an hour – paging through just yeah. looking at titles That's what I'll over do. and over yep. because i just want to keep saying "Oh, maybe something next has gone on the next yeah. page and, and I, on that
0: stick if you have the if people have the fire stick you'll know that the movies that when i see them listed by year oh wait i sit oh there and i'm God. just like 83, and then I'll start thinking to myself which movies where will be there, where like they'll that, be, yeah. and then I'm looking, and then I'm I'm on page 12, and I'm laughing <laughs> at things, and then then next thing I see something that catches my eye, and I look, and it's it's a TV movie, an after school special that they they don't have a street and it has this
1: one actor, then you end up going to that actor yeah. search, what oh, all the movies I, they I, did,
0: I get lost, so I, do I. I really do, and then I have to kind of break free, but. Yeah, that's part of my deal. So, but that is the end of our spotlight. I hope you enjoyed it, everybody. If you could check out our Patreon and support us, that'd be great. If you can go be on awesome. iTunes and you know give us a review, that'd be great as well. We're not going to force anybody into anything, but yeah. I don't even great. know how we would force anybody into anything. A gun, maybe. Oh, a gun. I say you, you want to go
1: pull the whole National Lampoon thing. I was just if gonna, if you don't, don't, but it's if with you. you don't subscribe to Patreon. I'm going to kill this puppy. I'm going to kill here. Eric. That's oh, what I'm going to do. I'm going to well, say, no, people, listen.
0: Yeah, but, and then, actually, I'll say, listen, support us on Patreon, or I'll kill Eric, but, maybe if you support us on Patreon, I'll kill Eric. See, it works both ways. Eric. <laughs> I was thinking today uh, while I was working, and I forget. It was a part where I wasn't around you. And I'm thinking to myself again, like we said, that we'd have the Patreon level. It's like $50,000, and that's just for DC. And if they give us that money, we quit forever. <laughs> we never bother them again with any of these books. <laughs> I was like, maybe that'd be a thing. Maybe they would be like, you know what? I'm sick of hearing these guys fucking badmouth everyone. So I need we'll to do cash. that. Yeah. Yeah, be great. petty. Ca- Get me a petty cash. Ah, be good stuff. But Eric, that is it. What do we say at the end of the spotlight? Turn that spotlight off. <laughs> oh, there we go.